what does this offense do well? We know they run it well. We know they got a couple thousand yard receivers. They've got a quarterback who might be going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to sack twenty. Is that true? Roethlisberger. Yeah. So really, what does this offense do well in this era? You have insurance? I do with State Farm. With State Farm? Yes. Explain me insurance. It's basically like it's basically like drafting a, a backup quarterback in the first round. Just in case. So for the folks you said had written you off, maybe, what did they say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to The Longer Yard Podcast. Fuck the Steelers, right, Sam? Fuck the Steelers. I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. Week one. In the books, we have football happened. Like, there's so much to get into. And the sad part is, is that we can't get into all of it because otherwise we'd be here for 12 hours. And I don't think anyone's going to listen to a 12-hour podcast of just us. So we're going we're gonna to have to trim it down for you. Hit the, if you big, hit the big points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you do want to listen to us 12 hours, we appreciate you. We got love for you. Yeah. We got nothing but love for you. Bring it in. Just bring it in. You know what I'm saying? Just bring it in for the real thing. Mm, I love it. Ethan, I'm going to kick it to you immediately. Right after I say, because I already forgot I, I need to do this. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Check us out on social medias. That's at the Dip Network on Instagram, TikTok, uh, and Twitter as well. Now I'm going to pass to you, Ethan. All right. Hit me up with what you, what, what did you envision most? Like what, what, now that we're past week one, what sticks with you? I mean, I think um, I know the answer, but you know. So, I mean, okay. Aside from the Browns giving me a heart attack Sunday, right? Um, a win is a win is a win. Yeah. The Chiefs are scary, dude. I would, okay. I was very impressed with the Chiefs game. Like, Dude, Pat Mahomes fucking lit. He torched them. It was just like, it looked effortless to him. Him and Kelsey just had that, that they have that Mahomes-Kelsey connection like they always have, but it just looked so effortlessly. And I was like, I mean, the Cardinals don't have the greatest defense. Don't get me wrong, but that was going to be just, my retort. Yeah, it just, it just looks so effortlessly. I was like, oh, like, okay, like this is going to be, they're going to, they're going to, they're, they're fine without Tyreek Hill. They're perfectly fine without Tyreek Hill. I would like to see them against a better defense, which we'll get into Thursday night. Yeah, they get to play gonna be, the Chargers. Dude, it's going to be, be huge. It's going to be sick. It's going to be it amazing. might be a game of the year. So, it has potential. Yeah. I legitimately, I legitimately asked my coworker today. I was like, "Hey, you remember that Rams Chiefs game in Mexico City like four years ago or whatever it was?" And then we were like reminiscing on it. We're like, "Oh yeah, that was the year that the Rams made the Super Bowl." against the Patriots. And we were excited because we were going to get this potential rematch between the Rams and the chiefs. And then the chiefs couldn't beat Tom Brady. That's bitch. They couldn't beat Tom Brady and the final, but the final score of the regular season game was was 54 to to 51. And I was was like, insane. I'm just saying 
I'm not ruling it out as a potential final score tomorrow. Because we're recording this on Wednesday, folks. We're recording this on Wednesday, the 14th. Tomorrow night's game, Thursday night football. Chargers at the Chiefs. Oh, my God. It's going to be so great. Um, also, the Bills came to play, dude. That's the one Thursday, that stuck out to me. It, it was a Thursday night game. So, like, obviously, it's not as fresh in everyone's mind. But, man, like, I won't lie. At the beginning of the game, they looked a little sloppy with the turnovers. Like, Josh Allen did throw two interceptions. Granted, one wasn't his fault. I'll, one's not his fault. He has the one that there needs to start being a record where like receivers get counted for interceptions. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this I'm receiver had I'm 100 catches down for, for 1,500 yards, but he also had four interceptions on his turn. You know, like that should be a stat. It shouldn't fall on the quarterback. I am know? absolutely down for that. Um, please, please, let's do right? this. And then, then James Cook with his first ever touch was a fumble. Oh, that was hard to see. Oh, that hurt to see. <laughs> and then he didn't get he didn't get back in the game until like third quarter. I think I was like, oh, yeah. that's rough. But yeah. like they looked a little. I think they looked a little sloppy in the beginning, but they still like they still did solid defensively. And then as the game went on, like second half, they really turned it on and like they just fucking they came in there and they like they fucking shut the ramp. Like they, they just, they made him quiet. You know what I mean? Like they, they couldn't like Matthew Stafford did not play well. They could not, no, they not could not all. get anything going. Jalen Ramsey let up. Jalen Ramsey gave up a lot of yards. I know there was like a couple plays where like he should have been, he was playing quarters and his safety should have picked it up and things like that. But I mean, he still got pretty lit up. Um, yeah. I mean, Stefan Diggs cooked him on multiple plays. Yeah. Which, to be fair, Stephon Diggs is a stud. So, like, yeah. let's not, let's not, it's not like he's getting burned by some, like, fourth string receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's getting Ex- burned yeah, exactly. by one of the best five or six receivers in the NFL. Let's just call it like it is. Having said that, he still got cooked and he's supposed to be yeah. the best. Which, that's, that's fine, though. It happens, you know. But that's, that's, that's this. I'm going to jump quickly off this game, but I do want to come back to it. That reminds me of the Justin Jefferson and Jair Alexander. Jair Dude. Alexander is one of the best three cornerbacks in the NFL. And, he and Justin hooked. hooked him. He absolutely fried him multiple times. Are there any other like chef-related uh, metaphors we can make here? Good Lord. like that. Jair had no business covering Justin Jefferson. That's how good this cat is, man. Like JJ Dude. is unbelievable. I fucking love being, that guy. Being a corner sucks. Let's just let's it, just say that right it, now. It, Being it, a corner it suck. sucks. It's probably one of the hardest positions in the NFL. I, Aside, yes. like quarterback and cornerback, I would you could probably argue those are the two hardest positions in the NFL. Very, very possible. I mean, being an offensive lineman right now, that, being like a tackle specifically, having to block edges sounds like a nightmare. I want to crawl into a hole thinking about it because I'm terrified yeah. of being like, oh, that's that's Miles Garrett, and um, I'm supposed to stop him. Oh. That's PFF oh, number one overall player, Miles Garrett. That's true. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're That's not right. right. That's right. I mean, he, uh, he, he, had, he had himself a day. I'm just saying. He had, a, he had a nice day. He had a nice day. But I want to jump back quickly to the Thursday night game. Matt Stafford was awful. <laughs> but where the hell was Cam Akers? Dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude, all those fantasy tweets were so funny, man. <laughs> they were great. They were great. Yes. Yes. But I like, love this so much. But the fact of the matter is, Cam Akers, zero yards for the entire game. Did he have... How does he had, that happen? He had zero fantasy points, didn't he? 
That's correct. He had no catches, like, it, three it rushes like, for zero yards. It looked like when you looked at him, it looked like, oh, maybe he was a game time decision and somebody just left him in. You know what I mean? And they're just like, forgot about it. That's what it looked like. No, he played. Technically. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. And then but you know who was, was picked up on the waiver okay. wire the very next day? Darrell Henderson. Daryl Henderson was was snatched up by everybody if he wasn't already taken, which I would say a lot of the leagues at least had him on standby. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were they were ready to to be like, yeah, he's already on my team. Sucks to suck, bro. But I w- I will quickly say the other thing that shocked me. Allen Robinson, two targets, one catch for twelve yards. Big free agency get for the Rams. The fact of the matter is, you had. I don't even think I'm going to say this dude's name right. Ben Skowronik. I don't know. He's some random receiver with six targets for four and with four catches for 25 yards. Like if he's outpacing Allen Robinson and I don't think it's because Allen Robinson was like double teamed all night. That makes me worried about Stafford and Robinson's chemistry. Yeah. I mean, look at Cooper cup. Cooper cup had 13 receptions for over a hundred yards. Like he was, Oh I mean, God. even if he got double covered, Robinson could have been like, should have been definitely targeted a lot more, but not, not a good look though. It was not good. I, I did see uh, like people were kind of poking fun at him, but <laughs> they were down and like Rams are already down at this point. And did you see the highlight of Matt Stafford doing like a no look pass to Cooper cup? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I knew In, like the about. third quarter or something like that. And I was just like, Dude, you're down by like 20 points, right? Like, this dude is wild. What is he doing? I don't know what he's doing back there. Was the joke like he's looking at Robinson going like, yeah, you wish, buddy. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? He was... Here's... And the the beauty of it is in in my envisioning of this moment, now that you're creating it, is... Right behind Robinson on the route is Cam Akers on the sideline. <laughs> and he's looking at both of them being like, not today, suckers. Not today, man. You you God. you hang out right over there. You stay over there. Oh, those, shit. Dude, those bills came to play though, man. I mean that's and that's without Trey White. I don't think Trey White played uh yeah, corner you're right. for them. So, yeah, you're right. So that and that explains a lot why Cooper Cup went off like he did because mm-hmm. you would have a, a stud corner to to cover him and you didn't have that. So I just think that shows how dangerous his team is. I get why they're like a Super Bowl favorite. I do. We just they can't ever beat the Chiefs. So it's also kind of like, do I want to pick them to win the Super Bowl? That's where it gets really challenging. So, yeah. um, I I but I think this is a really really good start to the season. I think they're going to get off on the right foot. Let's let's see if they keep it going. That's the real question for them. It was it was a fun oh, man. I'm, I'm, you got me so excited for tomorrow. I just can't I wait now. I know. Hey, and shout out to the Chicago Bears, baby. Yeah, dude. Okay, your boy all, Justin that, Fields. I, oh my god, that was it was. Mm, I'm so happy for him. Do you love I don't that even like I don't even like Ohio State. I don't even like Ohio State. But that celebration was dope. Where he just Why? slid like twenty was, feet. It was like an entire the entire offense went and did that after he kneeled it. It was sick. so cool. What okay? What happened to San Francisco? I, like that is this is definitely like it's how a little eye goes. Yeah, it, if if next week is not good, this is cause for concern. You know what I mean? Like absolutely, absolutely. I think there is a couple of things that you can certainly point to. One, the field conditions were horrendous. Yeah, like 
The fact, the fact that we can say that Justin Fields is able to slide 20 feet because of how wet the field was says a lot about the, uh, how the condition of the field. It was not football ready. Just let's, yeah. let's call it like it is. The other thing I will say is Elijah Mitchell did get hurt in that game. Kittle That's, was out. Kittle was out. So like you're missing some pieces on the offense, but man, Trey Lance did not look good. He did not look good. And, and hopefully for like, cause I don't want to, I don't want him to fail or anything, but like, Hopefully this is just a weather related issue. It's just some nerves with it being first game of the season. His first, I think it was his first career start even. And he's got to go out there and play in just some of the ugliest looking weather I, that I've seen. That's not like a blizzard Snow, in New yeah. England, you know, it was, it was just terrible uh, to, to be playing in that. And I, I so I'm kind of hoping that's all it was, but as you said, like this is that we need to keep an eye on them to see if this is like something that's going to continue because they, they have a real chance to put themselves in a hole very, very early. Yeah. Because against, and, and it's against Chicago who we are, we agreed it's not going to be, be a good team. Well, yeah. We expected them to be awful, like top three draft pick awful. You know what I mean? Correct. Like, yes. So that is definitely like a huge eye opener. Like, Whoa, yep. what, what happened here guys? You know, like hopefully it's uh we just weren't ready for it, you know, like the first game of the season jitters, you know, kind of thing. And Trey Lance is now he feels better. If it's not, yikes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of things, uh, uh, something that I think is a more fun game to talk about. Philadelphia, Detroit, dude. Dude. That was wild. Holy shit. They put that up was so points, much fun. Man. That they was up, fun. I, I didn't watch that, but dude, they put up points, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Eagles stormed out of the gate, took the big lead, fly Eagles fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but I was, I'm biased in saying this because Detroit is a team I root for, but I was really impressed with the fight that Detroit had uh, with them. Like if you watch hard knocks or anyone that does, like you saw this as a team that the way their coach is like a never give up mentality. And they really brought that. Like that is, that is an essence of who Dan Campbell is. And I got to credit them immensely for putting up a huge fight against a, a, what I think is going to be a very good team. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think, I think the Eagles think are stacked. Winners. I think Eagles win their division. Yeah. I, I especially we'll get to it, but especially now that we've had the news um, in Dallas. Yeah. Weren't the lions down like 38 to like 21 at some point? I will let me, let me crazy. Pull I'm up pretty sure. Box score. Yeah, they, I mean they were down at least two full scores, if not yeah, more. Yeah, and then um, finished and just lost by three. Man, the Lions yep. definitely were like last year. I mean, you know, they were in it with the Ravens all the way until overtime when a NFL record-breaking field goal was kicked. You know, like but yep. they were in a lot of. They should have won that. Year. They should have. I believe that was actually in regulation. I think they were up one against the the Ravens before that field goal. So like they had a shot to win that thing and. You get, you get an NFL record to beat you, and you're just like, "What am I supposed you, to do with that?" Yeah, you, know you can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the they were definitely down 38-21. Let me check. Let me check the scoring summary and see. Yes, they were down 38-21. Um, with, I think this would have been about two or a little over two minutes left, maybe left in the. Um, left in the third quarter. Damn, that's that's quite a comeback. I mean, it so, wasn't a comeback, but 
that's quite a run. Yeah, yeah, they 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 made a real effort. They had a shot to win it. Uh, just couldn't get couldn't get the ball moving at the end of the game to put themselves in field goal range to at least tie it. But I how mean, did uh, how did uh, Aiden Hutchinson do? Hutch had yeah. a good question. Wonder if I was right. If he got his two sacks. All right, NFL.com doesn't have it, so let me. Check I feel like ESPN. if he did get a sack, it would have been on Instagram already. I feel like, a, like I feel like a post would have been made. You know what I mean? Are you saying by yourself? Like, is that what no, no, like, no, 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 no? I'm saying if like he had got a sack, you know, obviously being a first, I'm, first career the Lions sack, would have, yeah, the Lions or fucking even the NFL would have posted it. Honestly, I mean, certainly Michigan would have. Yeah. They eat that shit up. Um, no, they only had one sack on the day, and it was by their safety, uh, which is not great. But yeah, not, um, not. Hutch uh, in his debut had one tackle, no other stats, no hits, uh, no tackles for loss, anything like that. So rough. I mean, could you, yeah, you gave up? You gave up thirty-eight points. So I would say that the defense probably would, was not at their best. Yeah, that's yeah, probably absolutely. fair. So. Um, I want to talk about Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah. Wow. That's another wide eye opener for a team that was supposed to be yeah. really bad this year. And they shut them down in the red zone, dude. Yeah. And that is crazy. And even though he's a safety and not really a line, but he's a linebacker blitz boy was out like early in the game. Jamal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was out early in the game, you know, like, and I mean, oh, dude, so good. Broncos could not get it done. They just got shut down. And then that whole fourth quarter, uh, fourth down situation where e- Eli and Pan are like, Peyton Peyton are like, should probably want to take a time out here. Probably want to take time. Let the clock run out, waste 30 seconds. I don't, what are you doing? I, I could not for the life of me figure there that was that out. moment where Russ almost did it. And you're like, Oh, and then he just didn't. And you were like, what the fuck, man? I I was baffled. I was baffled by how they handled that late clock. Uh, you know, in, in in trying to keep up with some of the local media there, the idea was that they just didn't want to give the ball back. And, you know, the, the response that people got was like, but then you're giving the ball to Gina Smith. What are we worried about? And then the response that, you know, the media would have is like, the Browns had Jacoby Brissett. It can be done. You know, like you don't need a star quarterback to go get one drive. Also, did the, they see the, the how Pittsburgh Steelers had Mitch Trubisky? Yeah. You don't they, need a stud. Did they not just see that first half by Geno Smith where he went 17 of 18 with two touchdowns? Like, did they just miss that? You know, apparently, apparently they didn't like, give a shit. Like, what, dude, do, what do you they, they wrote him off, but he ain't right back yet, man. He ain't right back. He ain't going ever right back. Dude, that was, dude. That's such a good interview right there. I was so, like, when you sent that to me, I was like, yes, bro. Like good for Gina, man. Like the, the dude has not had a, an easy NFL career. He never like he, he wasn't a first round pick and no one could understand why. And then he wasn't that good. So people started to understand why. And he's just been fighting and clawing his way back to an opportunity. And he took advantage of the opportunity. Was he amazing? No, but like that's not what he's going to be asked to do. Dude, he, had, this, he hadn't started a game since I think 2014. That sounds right. I mean, he's just been bouncing around yeah. backup jobs, you know? Like, uh, good good on him. Good, uh, that's, that's the best backup. Good on him that he 
put himself in a position where he ha- where he could do this, and he went out and won the job. He won the job from Drew Locke. Was that because he was great or was it because Drew Locke was bad? Who knows? Who cares? He won the job and he mm-hmm. won the game. Yep. Also, uh, good on him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Seattle booing Russ as he came in. <sighs> Russ is cringy, man. Russ yeah, he's is cringy. Like, he's gotten super but also, cringy. But he's cringy, but also like that was the man that brought you your only Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's not I, like he was like, obviously there was like wanting to part ways and things like that, but he, it was, it's not like he was like, fuck Seattle. I went out of here. He got traded. You know what I mean? It was all part of a package deal. And he, and you know, he parted ways and I think a cordial way, I'd like to think, you know, like very appreciative of Seattle. Russ isn't like a disrespectful dude. Yeah. So that doesn't, so like, it would have surprised me if he, as he came in. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "It would have surprised me yeah. if he had if he had left and been like, this organization is dog shit. Like, I fucking hated being there. Pete Carroll is the worst coach in the NFL. Like, if he if he had gone on something like that, I would have definitely been like, boo the absolute bejesus yeah. out of him. But, but this is why Seattle is one of the toughest places to play in the NFL." Because their fans are into it, and they are not—they're not, not going to give it, give way just because you used to be one of their guys. That's no, that's, that's not that's not their style, and so I, I have a lot of respect for that. I don't know if I would have booed necessarily, but like, I'm certainly not being like, "Thank you for everything, Russ. I love you so much." I wouldn't have done that. Like, that's true. I probably would have been like, just a clap, you know, here and there. Very, very respectful. Just be like, "Yep, yeah. good, very for golf clap." Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, hope we win this game. Cool. Dude, oh, that reminded me. Um, it just—I don't know why that reminded me. But you remember that fan that went on the Bills Rams game? She just like just walked like, out, like just the, wandered out there. That was a different game, I think. But oh, there was that, one fan who just like threw a smoke grenade or something, and it was like I did I not see was, this. What? I think it was the Bills game. They threw a smoke grenade, and then they like one of the players just picked up and fucking chucked it. Like, but that one fan though, where he just walked in and was just like. Just standing on the it's ten yard so line, or funny, man. Oh, that was, dude. Like it's funny, but also what? no fans should be allowed on the field. Like, what yeah. are we doing? What are we doing, man? He's probably banned from a stadium for life. You know, like good. good. Was it work? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, what? Why? Do, no one wants to see it. It's not like it's funny. The, because, it's a meme for life. So, like, I guess maybe that's what he wanted. Yeah. But it's funny because of how he just casually walked on. And just stood there in the middle of a play and just like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like he sprinted on and they were like, oh, we got a fan on the field. It was just a, is that a guy like just in the middle of the field just standing there? Like it was definitely like funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. There was, it wasn't like the guy streaking and causing mayhem, stealing the ball in the middle of the play. Like we've seen before. It was literally just like yeah. some weird guy that's just chilling. I don't know. It was, it, it was weird, but like. I got a, I got a good chuckle from it. I won't lie. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just, he did the whole like hands on his hips, you know, like when grandparents watch you leave the house, just watching the game, you know, and then he's just like, Oh, that's beautiful. That's so, that's like, you know what I mean? That description is just 10 out of 10. Oh, well done. Well done. You know what? You know what, Ethan? I'm going to have to add you to my, uh, my list for dog award candidates just for that. Mm, I appreciate it. I don't know who you're going to win, but I, but I appreciate it. That's fine. Who are your other dog candidates? I have two that I'm bringing to the table. I have, I have two as well. I'm hoping we have some crossover here. I feel like we will. 
My first is Geno Smith. That is one of mine right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, let's go. Because of leading Seattle to a victory of a team that's looking like they were going to be pretty bad this year, like, you know, also his interview. Yeah. I mean, you can't not be a dog with that interview. Like, hey, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back yet. Like, dude, what an epic comeback. Like, saying, you know what I mean? I, yeah, 100%. Like, the, the, the moment was not too big for him in a situation where after waiting as long as he has to earn back a job, like it could have been too big. And I, I credit him immensely for the composure to go out there and win against what I think is still going to be a good team in Denver. So that's a big, big, that's a big dick play right there. You know what I'm saying? Dude. Some big, that, that was some big dick energy. Yeah. A hundred percent it was. That's this is the only time on this podcast we're going to mention dicks again. Again, okay. Two weeks in a row. Now we've done it. <laughs> yeah, but we're not doing it again. We're not doing it again. All right. Until, I will pass to you. I'll until pass we to do, you. you know? No, 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 no. I'll pass to you. <laughs> Who is your other candidate? Uh, I think my other candidate is JJ, man. Okay. We do not have this one crossed over. So okay. I, I feel like your second guy, I'm, I probably would be like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, I can't believe I didn't think of that, you know? Dude, I just. I love Justin Jefferson so much, man. Like he's one of my favorite receivers to watch and he just balled out, man. And I love it. I'm here for it. And it was beautiful, beautiful. Any, any easily diced up one of the best corners in the league. I mean, like a hot knife, like a hot knife through butter, man. You know, like there was the one play that's, that's circulating social media where he's doing like a crosser and he literally gets 10 yards of separation from Jair is a really bad highlight for Jair. It's not reasonable because it's not, that's not how bad it was the entire game. But like, yeah, that's how it'll it just look, goes though. to show you. It just goes to show you how good this, this dude is at, at, you know, for Justin Jefferson. Like we were talking about like, maybe, maybe he's only a slot receiver and he needs a very specific scheme to work, blah, 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 going into the draft. And it's like, no, this dude's just fucking good. And we need to respect the bejesus out of that. I mean, so after week one, like obviously it's going to change throughout the season and the end of the season results. But after week one, he's the best receiver in the league right now. Yep. Yep. And I mean, no question. I feel like Cooper cups up there, but I just, I'm like, dude, Justin Jefferson was on a whole different level. I'm more impressed by what Justin did because yeah, he did. He had less catches, but he had more yards with less catches. So Mm -hmm. like to me that that matters, it's he is a more dynamic receiver. Uh, Cup's going to be fed the ball a ton and he's going to rack up a ton of yards because he's going to get a ton of catches. Justin can take one over the top for a touchdown on any play. And so that to me is special. That that's, that's, that's a skill that you can't teach, you know, absolutely. You're just born with it. And, and he is so dude, them LSU receivers just bred different, man. Swag, 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 swag. All right. Who's your, who's your other candidate? Drum roll. Shout out to your boys. Cade York. Dude, oh, oh, dude, I, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's definitely a dog, dude. Cade York. Dude, dude, man has as much composure as someone performing a nine-darter, dude. I'm just telling you, there are like two two guys in the NFL that I'm like, you know the South Park episode where they all get like testicular cancer by putting their balls in the microwave and yep. they're carrying around on wheelbarrows? Yep. That's Brian Dable going for two. Brian Dable it gets one is one of those dudes. Yeah. Cade York's the other. The composure, just like, no problem. Just just dude. gonna hit one from like what was that, 56 or something like that? Like so the game winner was 58. 
58. Yeah. First game of his NFL career. He was in the perfect, regular season, man. And he fucking crushed it. Dude. Shout out Cade York, baby. Which, can I, can I just say AFC North uh, kickers? This is a stacked Stop. division of kickers, man. Right. Already stacked. Speaking with my LSU bread receivers. He's an LSU kicker, man. LSU just something about it, man. Well, maybe not this year, but uh, yeah, maybe yeah. not this year, but that one, that, 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 that Drew Bow, Joe Burrow team. class. Yeah. That national Previous championship team, team right sick. there. They were sick. Dude. Okay. Dude, that Browns game gave me a heart attack, man. Like I was, I, I predicted, I texted you and Mitch about it. I was like, we, we were up by two and I was like, here comes the three and out. So I was like, Carolina's going to kick a field goal and that's it. I'm like, we're, we're just going to be done for. I'm like, that's, that's, that's the ball game. I'm like, we do it every time. And I'm like, we're going to get the ball back and we're just not going to do anything. And I'm like, happens every time. And, oh, it was just too close for comfort, but we got the win. But they did it. They did it. So the only one that we both brought to the table is Geno Smith. Can we officially agree that our, that our first ever Zach Wilson dog award w- winner is Gino Smith? Hundred percent done. Gino, I'm going to send you a trophy. Not really, because I don't have a trophy, and I definitely don't have your address. Um, but hit us up, though, man. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, you deserve it. And uh, I just want to be clear that we did name the award after Zach Wilson. I wasn't joking when, uh, when I said we were going to do that. It is that's a Zach 100%. Wilson dog award. It's Zach Wilson dog. Are we only doing one a week? I think we only do one a week. I think okay. we, we can bring candidates to the table. Kate York, you are a runner-up, my man. You are honorable mention. All Anyone else that we want to talk about, honorable mention. Hell, Brian Dable gets an honorable mention. Again, he's he's carrying around his balls in a, in a wheelbarrow. I'm just saying. Dude. And, Dude. and JJ, obviously. JJ, yes. Stuff. Um, <clears throat> from that Browns game, there was so much, like, this is terrible. Like, I liked Baker. They did him dirty. But also... You're not on the Browns anymore. So it brought me a lot of joy when Miles Garrett sacked him. We did joke about this before, remember? Yeah, yeah, we did. We're like, like somebody's going to hit the hell out of Baker Mayfield and they're going to interview after the game and be like, I fucking hated that cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't, I don't think we dog. got the interview. I don't think we got the interview. I was waiting for a helmet, still. dude. You know, just... <laughs> but also, you know who played like shit? I mean, okay. Maybe it wasn't his fault, but CMC... It's chump, dude. I mean, you uh, give Browns credit. They got a good D. They got a good yeah, D. Yeah, they got a good D. Yeah, and he got a, and, and CMC had a tutty. CMC he had a did tutty. have a tutty. He did. He jumped up there. He, I mean, he had, he has hops. And he had a really nice play where Baker, like, it was a low snap and they bobbled and he just took it and ran for like 25. And I was like, okay, all right. I was like, I didn't like that, but that was a nice play. He, you're just like, shit, he might be back. Yeah. Just Barkley looks like he's back, though. Barkley looked, okay. Honorable mention for for Saquon, dude. Good for him. I'm I'm I hip, Saquon, like man. I loved Saquon too. I was just I was so worried because he just has not been able to stay healthy. The offensive line has been terrible. I don't trust Daniel Jones to be able to like give him enough space in the from the passing game to yeah. open up holes for Saquon. He looked really good. I'm super excited for what that means. Not for fantasy, obviously, because I didn't pick him, but I'm excited for him. I was I, tempted I, I, to pick I'm, him. I won't lie. It just depended on where he was going to have to go, you know. Yeah, uh, and a lot of my leagues, I had the last pick, so I was like, I'm not going to take him with pick number eleven, you know, like just yeah. pick number thirteen. I just can't. Yeah. Um, sure. we need. Do we need to name a bum this week? Like the first. We don't have to name bum. a bum. 
we don't have, have to any... name a bum every week. Um, uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name a, a guy that I would like to at least honorable mention. Bum. Did you watch the uh, Steelers Bengals game? Uh, I chimed in like the fourth quarter. Okay. So the play there, they ruled Jamar Chase out at the one yard line. You know what I'm talking about? Like it was, it would have been pretty late in the game. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The ball was across the goal line and the ref is right fucking there. So like, so like the way Jamar is, uh, he's basically straddling the goal line. The left side of his body is not in, in scoring territory. The right side of his body is he's holding the ball in his right hand, which means that it is over the goal line. Yeah. The ref is no joke, less than 10 feet away and goes, yeah, I'm going to mark that back a full yard. Damn. What are you doing, man? Like also Zach Taylor, you get a bum because you didn't challenge it. You dumb shit. All right. I'm done talking about it. No, you know what? I'm not, I'm not done talking about that game. I don't want to go too long, but um, can I just simply say, at least even in the buildup to this game, I know you'll agree with me on this. I know Mitch will not. (laughs) (laughs) The Steelers organization is the dirtiest organization in football. And they, they like celebrate dirtiness and just bad play. Like I, I'm not, I know Vontaze perfect was a piece of shit. I'm going to fully admit that I don't celebrate him. He was not a good, he was, he was a talented football player. The way he played was not good. Yeah, we can we can agree on that. The fact that they like love to show Juju's illegal block that oh, yeah, injured yeah. Montez perfect and they celebrate that and then they celebrate Heinz Ward breaking Keith Rivers jaw on an illegal block and they celebrate James Harrison headhunting Colt McCoy and they celebrate as you already mentioned Antonio Brown basically kicking a punter in the face. Dude, it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm, 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 you are, you're right though. Like definitely like, and and the fact is one of, one of Burrow's interceptions, there's a highlight of this plays basically done. He, he's running towards the play, but he's not going to be able to get there. Cam Hayward is in front of him, basically dealing with an offensive lineman. They're, they're not really going at each other. Like Cam Hayward's like getting up from the ground very leisurely, not worried about it. And here comes TJ Watt taking oh, a shot. I saw at that video Burrow near where the appendix is that Burrow had removed. So that he's trying to cause Burrow to get hurt. That's a shit move. I don't wish injury on TJ Watt. I, I'm glad he's going to be back for the end of the year because he's a stud. He's a stud talent. But that's some shit. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not standing for that. Like that is not cool. Like it's okay to take advantage of a guy who you know is playing hurt. If you're going to, if a guy has a hurt leg and he's, and he's like an offensive lineman to make him have to put extra weight on the leg because you're, you're pushing him in that direction. That is, that is an intelligent way to go about things by aiming at his leg and taking a dive at it. That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. and that's the kind of shit that, that, that Pittsburgh does. And it, it sickens me that they, they, like they get away with it all the time. It's not cool. I um, what was it? I uh, I completely agreed with what you said that one time where uh, after the game you were like, um, which obviously like it's a football game, so like these are professionals, like they're gonna have bad games in here, that kind of stuff, you know. So like a loss is a loss, but like you mentioned, like Joe Burrow's worst game ever, 
and that Pittsburgh should have something to worry about offensively because, yes, I mean, that is a cause for concern because, like, offensively, they didn't look the hottest. If Burrow has a decent game, you could rule out that they don't, that Pittsburgh doesn't get the pick six. There's touching off the board. And you could talk about the fact that one of those drives where he had a turnover turns into points for the Bengals. They win that. And you can talk about the fact that the holder getting hurt definitely affected things because it definitely ruined some timing. And, and that's the thing about kicking. Kicking is all about rhythm and timing. And when you have any of that thrown off, it definitely ruins the momentum of that. Oh, that was such will, a high snap on that kick. Yeah. It, uh, and he kicked it with laces. And I was like, damn. Yeah. This so reminded me of Ace Ventura. Laces out, Dan. That's a great reference. Excellent work. Excellent work. This yeah, is this is why this is why you are an honorable mention for uh, the dog award. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I, we'll we'll kind of wrap things up on in terms of what happened in week one. To simply say, we talked about TJ getting hurt. Um, Dak Prescott's injury is a huge one. Uh, I don't know if Dallas makes the playoffs. He's out six to eight weeks. He's either going to be back week eight, which is right before their bye week. But I think more likely they probably just keep him out until after the bye week, give him the extra week to rest. Yeah, absolutely. And they bring him who's, back in week 10. Who's their backup? Cooper Rush. Dude, I don't even know who that is. Exactly. Exactly. That's not, dude, cause for concern for CD Lamb a little bit. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Dude, I'm, I'm just saying like... That, that the, trade that I almost did that we talked about... I am starting to feel really good about that trade that I didn't yeah. do, that didn't happen, you know, because I was like, yep. Javante Williams looked real nice, you know, but um, twenty points wasn't bad. I'll take it, you know. Um, but dude, I am so annoyed, right? So like, we don't have to talk about fantasy too much, but so I went three and one this week in fantasy overall. Must be really, nice. Yeah, overall it was a really great week for me, right? Had Dak Prescott just fucking done decent. I would have won easily. I lost by three points and Dak put up four points, man. Like if he would have just done mediocre at best, I would have won and I would have had a perfect week in fantasy. I just wanted to happen once. That's all. Just once, you know? Yeah, I went one and four. Um, and Rough. the league I won was the league I hated my team the most. So go figure on that one. You're just like, now you're like questioning everything. You're like, I question fuck. everything. But like, like, you know, in your league, I played the highest scoring team. Yeah. What are you supposed to do against that? Like I would have won against half the league, but I had played the highest scoring team is what it is. Uh, I lose in Mitch's league because of Dak Prescott getting hurt because I had him in that league. And so I take, I take an L because I lose by like, I think it was two points. Uh, And sucks. I'm just like, that should have been a win going into uh, Sunday night football in one of my other leagues. I was down to like a decent bit. But I had Brady, Lamb, and Elliot still to go. Dude. Elliot Ugly. shit. Lamb had two points, man. That was terrible. Like, I so this Dak injury worries me. Brady had like 10. Yeah. He wasn't even that good. Like it, it, it was not a it was not a good week from that perspective. I wonder um, honestly how soon we see Pollard like take over. It's like it's hard to say, just because like I think the the injury to Dak has a lot of gives people a lot of runway to not Zeke. jump too far ahead to off of yeah. Zeke or anything like that. Like because he's hurt, the season's probably in the drain. 
Maybe you play him just so you can keep Zeke fresh for next year when you're going to try and make another run. But I don't know. Like I, I just think it. I think it saves a lot of a lot of people, at least player wise. I think Mike McCarthy is now in a really bad spot where he might get fired Absolutely. before the end of the year. Um, he might be Zeke, first coach dude, fired. Zeke, Zeke is on a rough spot, dude. T- clock is ticking with him now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still. Is he like twenty eight right now? Twenty nine. Productive, yeah, something like that. He's productive enough that he's not gonna be written off completely. But yeah, it's certainly cause for concern. I think that's the best way to put it. I think it cause for concern is what we keep coming back to, and I, and that's the best way to look at week one. No overarching conclusions, but we're keeping an eye on things. I should say there was only one overarching conclusion. That was the Colts releasing Rodrigo Blankenship. So yeah, Hot Rod is gone. That was, the gone, one. that was the one. Sad face. Sad face. Sad face. You think he gets picked up? No. I mean, you'd have I to wonder. have like a kicker injury. You're, yeah. It's unlikely. Or or someone else just as absolutely um, terrible. Unlikely that he gets picked up. Maybe in the offseason. There could be a chance he goes to Carolina. I know they lost their starting kicker, Zane Gonzalez. And they're oh, now someone else. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how long he's out. But depending on how Carolina's new kicker does, yeah. could open up a window for Rodrigo. That's possible. And possible. I can already picture him in a Carolina Panthers uniform. I mean, I can picture him in any uniform because he's, he's just, just a handsome fella. Have you seen those goggles, man? <laughs> Good looking guy. He is sick. It's a beast. All um, right. Mo- let's move on to the predictions. All right. Would you like I'm- to first start with how we did overall? I won't go br- break down each individual game, but would you like to know records after week one? Let's, you yes. want to start there? Would you like yeah. yours first or mine first? I want to hear yours first. I went a nice even 500, 16 and 16. Okay. Respectable. I feel like I in went bet- In the betting 500. world? In the betting world? That means I'm plus money. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, actually know that for a fact. But I, I remember I listened to some podcasts that get into betting and they'll be like slightly under 500 and they'll say that means I'm plus money. And I'm like, Oh, apparently mean that means I'm plus money. I'm doing great. Dude, there you go. I have a feeling I am below 500. You are below 500. Oof. But not as much as you think you are. Okay. I know you, you had some concerns. You are 13 and 19. Just okay. three games back. Just three games. Yeah. Back. That's the, not the difference in three predictions. If you'd gotten them right, we'd be even, we'd be even Stevens. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm just, I look at it and say, you can easily make that up in one week. You could pass That's me fair. this week if you have a good week. You know what I'm saying? And we're all right. Let's. Are you ready for to do the predictions for next week? This week now? God, I'm ready. God, I'm so right. ready. Okay, now I gotta. I even. I, I even. Really, I, I really even stepped my game week, up. You know? Oh my god! Get it <laughs> I even stepped my game up a little bit, and I'm highlighting primetime games, so Ooh. that way we can keep track of those a little bit better. All right, all right, all right. Just throwing it out there. So I'm here for it. We're starting with Thursday night football. Once again, these uh, these lines I'm getting from uh, DraftKings, who I don't know where they're getting them from. If they're making them up themselves, who cares? DraftKings, so that's where I'm sponsor. Going. Yeah, DraftKings. I I'm just I, I'm trying to be consistent, so I'm going to use them probably all year, just so that we don't get some weird something weird. But I will say the highest line we had last week was seven. Someone was like three different teams were favored by seven points. We have this week. Four lines in double digits. Holy shit. 
Oh, let's get, let's get going, bro. Let's, let's get, get going. It's kind of wild, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let's get so, going. Holy shit. Thursday night football. Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by four and a half points. Your over-under is 54 and a half. Okay. I'm taking over 54 and a half. I am taking the Chargers. Chargers. Are you just out of, you don't have to answer. Like you don't have to uh you, I mean you have to answer, but like it doesn't affect anything. <laughs> are you I, taking the I, Chargers I, to win or you're I just th- saying they'll lose by less than five? Lose by less than five. Okay. I was just curious. Um I'm going to take oh, you know what? I just remembered. Um the the rookie corner for the Chiefs is going to be out for a couple weeks. So I was about to pick the Chiefs, but I think I may match you and just do Chargers in the over because I do yeah. think that matters. So I'll, I w- I'm very close to, you know, by the end of the pod, I may even switch to the Chiefs. Who knows? But for now, I'm locking in Chargers in the over because I agree. I think it's going to be super high scoring. I don't think either defense is. I think let me rephrase. I think both defense are some defenses are good. I just think the offenses are going to show out. Like yeah. To get to 54 and a half, you could have 28-27. That's not a ridiculously high scoring the game. The Chiefs just put up 44 points. Correct. In one game. Like and the Chargers just put up I think what 20 something almost 30. 20 28, was like right? 24 28 maybe. I will look uh briefly when why does every site have to go slow when you actually need information? You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. I was on the phone yesterday with somebody. I'm like, yeah, let me pull this up for you like so I can tell you. And the computer was just like, nah, bro, we're going to take our time. Uh, Chargers won 24-19 against uh, uh, Vegas. Yeah, see? That's, so. I think over 54 and a half is definitely I think I feel, really, I feel really good about the over. I'm going to be annoyed. I'm less confident. I know. I'm less confident in Chargers. Um keeping the game closer than I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, okay. Next game. We're now on to the Sunday games. Indianapolis headed to Jacksonville. Indianapolis is favored by four points after a tie in week one for the Colts. 46 and a half is your over under. I will take Jaguars and the under. I'm going to take the Colts and the under. I I don't know, man. I I just don't really trust Jacksonville. It's really difficult. They didn't do terrible. They put up 22 against Washington. Yeah, but it's Washington. How good do you feel about Washington? It's fair. It's fair. They just somehow, they, they always scrap together wins, you know? That's what Ron Rivera does. That's what he does, man. Uh, all right. Tampa Bay going to New Orleans. Tampa good has got game. a... Two and a half point favorite. 44 is your over under. Taking New Orleans because I expect them to win this game. We did pick the Saints to win the game. Um, And you said 44 and a half? 44 even. I take the over. Um, What did the Saints do last week? I don't even remember now. 19 to 3. Against who? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said the Bucks. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, no, no, yeah. 20, the I think it was 20, 28-26 to Atlanta. 27-26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. They had the late field goal to win it. 
with Atlanta doing Atlanta things. Um, they put themselves in a situation to lose to Atlanta. Which caused you to be like, okay, maybe Tampa. And Tampa's a team with Tom to capitalize on shit like that. I know. But um, I will do... I'm going to take the Bucks 44. I mean, the Bucks offense did not look good last week. That whole game was just ugly. Do they bounce back against what I think is a pretty good defense in New Orleans? With a lot of mouths to feeds offensively. Over. I'm taking the over. Nice. I'm taking the over. Uh, All right. New England on the road in Pittsburgh. Basically, this is a pick 'em. Technically, New England is favored by one point. Uh, Over under is 40. But essentially, um, this is essentially this is a pick 'em because if yeah. you're picking Pittsburgh, to, you're taking Pittsburgh with, you know, a one point differential kind of thing. You're essentially picking them to win because we're not. I mean, you're not picking a tie. I, I'm I'm going to take Pittsburgh because New England did not do well against Miami, right? No. Yeah, I'm going to take New England. Um, I think Steelers ride high on that momentum because that was that was a huge win for them. That was um, a very good one for them. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh. And what's the total? 40. I'll take the over on that. I'm going to take Steelers in the under. I like it. I don't trust these offenses, man. I could get totally screwed over by some just awful defensive touchdowns, which are, that's very much in play, but yeah. Uh, or, or some, some uh, special teams gaffes. But I Ooh, just, I, this- I look at these offenses and I, I think they're terrible. I wonder with this, right? Say if New England misses the playoffs, and it's not like they were close to making playoffs, right? You think Bill Belichick retires? No, no, no. I, I think he's going to try and go as long as he can to try and match Brady's. Uh, that's Super a good Bowl point. Numbers. That's a good point. I, I mean, think he's too, I think he's too competitive for that. Bill has eight total. I mean, six as a head coach and two as like. But yeah, I mean, technically, he has Super Bowl rings with Parcells, but. I think he wants to be the head coach Super Bowl. I think, yeah, the CEO of it all. I think yeah. he wants to be the the straw that stirs the drink. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think he wants to be the one credited for it. He's not credited for the ones that he got under Parcells. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, think, I think he wants to at least match Brady before he retires. But I don't know if he does it. In fact, I'd probably say he doesn't, at least not with Mac Jones at quarterback. No offense to the guy, but that's true. I just don't trust it. It's true. All right, Miami coming up to your neck of the woods in Baltimore. Baltimore is favored by three and a half points. Over-under is 44 and a half. Um, I'm going to take three and a half, you said? I'm going to take Miami, and I'm going to take the over. Dolphins and the over. Um, Man, that three and a half is really terrible. Because yeah, yeah, it's like you, you, that kick at the buzzer doesn't get you what you need. Absolutely. Um, Miami did look pretty good. I just think Baltimore is a clearly more talented team, and the strength of the Dolphins' defense is their secondary, which basically doesn't matter because there's no receivers for Lamar to throw the ball to. Yeah, besides <laughs> Andrews and Rashad Bateman, yeah, that's it. Devin Duvernay had two tutties. I mean, yeah, he, to him, he, was, but. he was a shocker. That is for sure. Yeah. I want to take Ravens and I'll take the over. I don't think it'll be over by much, but I, I think you can get to like 47. 
I think like, I think like a nice, I think a nice like 27, 20 win. Something like that. That would get you. Yeah, that's get you what you need. Yeah. Uh, all right. Brownies. We're, we're going to talk some brownies. New York Jets coming to Cleveland. Cleveland favored by six. Over-under is 40. Okay. Um, last year, the Browns got smacked in the mouth by the Jets. I'm not going to lie. Um, Jets so had, I, a, had a thing last year where they beat teams that they had yeah, no business. Like the Titans, you know? like The Bengals. It was, it's weird. Um, it's, we're going to New York, right? In Cleveland. They're coming to us. Okay. Favored by six. I'm going to take the Jets. And what's the total? 40. I'm going to take the over. Wow. I just, um, like, la- Last year when we lost, left left a bad bad taste in my mouth. Man. I know. It hurt. I know. It hurt. Uh, I got trolled on Twitter for it, man. I don't like this one. I really yeah, hate this right? line. Yeah, I really like, hate this line. Jets looked incompetent against the Ravens, um, which is not a surprise because it's Joe Flacco. Sorry, but they also did look like. Holy shit! The Ravens blew them out the water. It was it yeah. only ended up being a twenty four nine victory. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to put some trust in Jacoby, kind of getting his now that he's kind of got his feet under him. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Jacoby Brissett. I'll take the Browns in the over. Okay. All right, Jacoby. Jacoby, my dude, your my boy. guy. Let's go. Uh, Carolina heading to the Big Apple to play the Giants. Giants are favored by two and a half points. Over-under is at 43. Uh, it's a good good line for like the the Carolina Giants, but I'm just like, man, I don't know who I think is going to fucking win this game. Um, I, I am going to put some credit to the Giants on this one. I'm going to take the Giants. I'll go first because I've had you go first on all of them. I'll jump in here. I'll take Giants to win by more than uh, by at least three points is how I should put it. But I think I'm going to take the under. I think it's still going to be close. I, like uh, when I say they're going to win by th- like by at least three, I'm saying they're going to win by like three or four kind of thing. You know, I'm going to take Carolina. And what is the total again? I always like 43. 43. I'll take Carolina and. I'll take Carolina in the over. Ooh, full opposites. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I this like I look at and I think two run heavy offenses for the most part. Like Saquon and CMC are going to get touches, man. So, dude, that is it's not a battle of the quarterbacks. It's a battle of the running backs. Let's go. I love that's it. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun those game. Are, despite those are, like. Those are, those are two guys you have to admit you love to watch. You yeah, don't absolutely. like CMC because of the fact that he got hurt. Yeah. But you actually love CMC. And he is so fun to watch. He is. Yeah. Um, and I love Saquon. I, I'm a Saquon lover. I even, I yeah. even, I've even had him on my team and when he had his injury, but I just love him so much. Yeah. I love Saquon, bro. Oh my God. Saquon. <laughs> what a beautiful name. Earned, he's earned that name. Yeah. Jeez. 100%. All right. The Washington Commanders 
heading to Detroit. Day trois, playing the Lions. Lions favored by two and a half. Over-under is 49 and a half. I will take the Lions and the under. Same page, baby. I'm on Dude, the same page. I mean, like, I don't think the Lions put up 35 points again. I just... I don't think so either. I just don't, like... If they do, that's awesome. Then you'd be like, holy shit, the Lions can really do something this year. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I, don't I think, think that's happening. I think it's a little fluky. The uh, Eagles that they are got very, 35. The Eagles are the Eagles are very high-paced offense, you know, like yeah. And it comes to scoring. The Commanders are not. The Commanders will fucking drag it out if they have to and then somehow pull out a win. That's how they play. Yeah, I still uh, but we both have the Lions winning by at least 3, so like I don't think we're going to quite get to that point, but yeah. But I agree that that the plan for the Commanders is going to be that they're going to want to eat clock, keep the Lions offense off the field because of the fact they put up some good points in week 1. I don't so think I I think Carson I think wins. the under is the right. I, I honestly like this is a game where I would actually cons- like not really consider putting money on, but like the one where I am actually most probably most confident of the ones that we've done uh, yeah. so far. Yeah, I don't think Carson Wentz has thrown another four touchdowns. Just, I don't, just don't think yeah, so. Probably not. Yeah. Oh, did he throw for four? Yeah, he threw four TDs. Bro, what? Jahan Dotson, rookie, had two. I saw, yeah, dude. And Jahan Samuel had one and McLaurin had one. It's a good time. Uh, no, uh, you, you, sir, are out of your mind. Jared Goff had two tutties. No, I said Wentz had four. Wentz had four. My bad. Because I was My just bad. naming the commander's receivers. Uh, you're, you're right. You did. Um, I'm <laughs> all... Hey, they're from the same draft class. You know what? That, that's, that's what I'm going to complain about. Like, that's you, fine. You, that's fine. You, you, I have them connected forever. I'll let it, I'll let uh, it happen. That's fine. So that's, that is a kind of fun storyline, though, that you're going to get Wentz and Goff in not their originally drafted locations. It's Wentz cool. has been all over the place, man. He's only played for three teams. Okay, it just feels like he's been all over the place. It right? does, but like he's only this is only his third team. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's probably going to be a fourth next year, but whatever. <laughs> it just I feel like he has been all over the league right now. He's not. He's not exactly a beloved quarterback at this point. Dude, so. he looks like Prince Harry, man. Yeah, maybe he'll get. Uh, maybe he'll get crowned. Who knows? That'd be cool. We speaking of that, Jess and I just started watching The Crown. I love it. I have not watched a single episode. Dude, I was shocked. I was, sh- dude, I was at work and I was like, "The queen is dead, guys. The queen is dead." And they were like, "Okay." So, and I'm just like, "Why are you guys not as shocked as I am?" I'm like, "The fucking queen. She's dead." Yeah, no one was I on my level into this you are. I love how into this you are. This is this is this is a side of you I was not expecting, and I'm kind of. I just it. I love monarchies, bro. I love royalty. You're into some trash TV, aren't you? <laughs> I just, it's mainly because like Game of Thrones and things like that. Like, I just love the idea of a king, man. It's just so cool okay. to me. I'll give, it's you very fasc- I'll give you that. Very fascinating, you know? I'll give you that. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's move on. Jump back in. Biggest line of the week here Falcons on the road in Los Angeles to play the Rams. 10 and a half Rams are favored by. 47 is your over under. Okay. Taking the Rams, taking the over. Wow, he's confident. I think the Rams are going to be, they're hurting right now with that bill Don't smack ask in the face. Right. Yeah, they're hurting them. with that bill smack in the face. And they're like, we're going to fucking shove it down their throat, man. Because Atlanta does not have a good defense. 
No, uh, I think it's better than you think it is. It, yeah. Uh, I also don't AJ's think their offense lot, is going to put up 26. I'm kind of... Mm. It's tempting, isn't it? Ten and a half is so many points, though. That's a huge fucking... That's huge. Rams are going to be motivated as hell. Yeah. So that is that is certainly something to consider. But I, And I don't get 10. That's the other thing that sucks about this. Yeah, because a, a touchdown, a field 10. goal doesn't do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking Rams in the under. I like it. I don't know. I don't know if Atlanta's getting that many points. Because I think Fair. the Rams are pissed. Oh, yeah. they. I mean, they got embarrassed by the Bills. Yeah. Bills had four turnovers, too. And you still got, like, smacked. Well, because they also had, like, four turnovers. So Yeah, 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 that's true. It's not a great. They just, not a great they didn't capitalize on any of the turnovers, you know. They did not, and that and is, the Bills uh, did problematic. That is definitely problematic. Yeah. All right, let's jump to our next game. Another another big line here. Seattle on the road in San Francisco, a divisional game. San Francisco's favored by ten points. Over under forty two. Ah. <sighs> It's I'll, like, I'll, do, I'll I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Okay. I think I'm taking the Seahawks. I don't think it's. I don't think San Francisco is winning by 11 points. Not after how they looked in Week One, uh, and Seattle looked pretty reasonable. Like I think they'll keep it close. San Francisco probably probably still wins, but I don't think by, uh, you're going to get that many points in in the in the victory. 42. I mean, combined last week they had 27. Um. Yeah, let's do the under. I will do the same. I feel that actually makes a lot of sense. You know, if, if Seattle's keeping it close, uh, it's probably going under. Uh, that feels that feels pretty good. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, I ten points. That's crazy. I know. I would. I was shocked by that line. I'm going to be shocked by a line right after this one too. Uh, not this one though. Cincinnati. On the road in Dallas, no Dak Prescott in this game. This is Cooper Rush taking it. Cincinnati's favored by eight points. 42 and a half is your over-under. I will take Cincinnati. And I I will take the under. Um... I could foresee a world where Cincinnati scores 42 by themselves. I don't think they're going to, but I could foresee a, a path to that. Yeah. I think I'm going to do the same. I'm very tempted by the over. I'm also very tempted to take the Cowboys because I literally watched Mike White and the Jets beat the Bengals last year, and I want to cry thinking about it. It's just, oh, what a horrible memory. Mike White of all people. Good God. <laughs> and I could just like I can I can see a very real path to Cooper Rush doing that. And I'm gonna be pissed if that happens. Um but I think the Bengals are gonna be motivated as hell. Certainly Joe Burrow is. Yeah, I don't know if you read any of this, but he was literally the last person out of the locker room. Like he hadn't even ch- the locker room was empty except for him and he hadn't even changed out of his jersey. Damn. He was not happy with himself. He didn't play. Nor well, should though. he. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, he shouldn't be happy with himself. Four interceptions is ugly. It was not a good game from my boy Joe Burrow. Uh, I so I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals, but I was tentative about it. 
And I'm going to take the under, but I'm also tentative about it. Fair enough. Because the Bengals' defense actually played pretty well. When you think about all the turnovers that they had to deal with, they held they held short it field positions. Really well. They did a they they did a good job. It's just a matter of like. But I'm also really worried that Micah Parsons is going to go absolutely fucking off. There's there's oh. the chance you're stuck, aren't you? I already made the call. I'm going Bengals in the under, but I'm all right, scared nice. of the game. I'm scared of the game. <sighs> oh, th- okay. This isn't a month. This is just a fan concern. Yeah, this is me scared <laughs> of the game. I'm hurt. I'm hurting, dog. Yeah, I'm hurt. I'm I'm worried too. We play the Jets. That's nothing to fucking play lightly with us, you know. I know. I know. Uh, all right, Houston going on the road to Denver. Denver is favored by ten points. Forty six is your over under. Okay, Houston and the under. Um, I'm gonna go Houston and the over. All right. I I think they they. Put up both teams put up some points. I don't think Houston looked good in week one. Um, what's our but, uh, what's our uh, next matchup looking like? What's uh, what looking like? I missed what you said. Next game is Arizona on the road in Vegas. Vegas favored by six over under 51 and a half. Favored by six over 51 and a half. Okay. Yes. I will take Cardinals. I will take the over. I'm going to take Cardinals in the under. But I do agree with you that I don't think Vegas wins by that. Yeah, I don't think they win by that. I think they're pretty evenly matched, honestly. I mean, and the Cardinals I, I, got cooked, but also it was the Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs and Pat Mahomes, I mean, was just flawless out there. That is an understatement. Good Lord. Dude, there was one pass where he just like threaded the needle to Kelsey, but it was like he just lost Oh my God, it. I saw that. I mean, he, it was like just effortlessly. And I was like, holy shit, man. You're just like, what are you supposed to do with this? Yeah, I, it's just. You're like, this is bullshit. It, but it's also it was also so beautiful to see. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, this is, it was, that is, it was, dude. When Kelsey retires, Mahomes is going to be hurting, dog. One would hope by that point that they figured out the wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Tyree kills back in Kansas City. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At fifty million dollars, baby, <laughs> you're going to be paying Tyree kill fifty million and Pat Mahomes oh. like seventy million. Yeah, hundred twenty million dollar right there, and the the cap is what like three hundred or something. Uh, probably by that point. Good God! Um, all right, we're moving to Sunday night football because remember, with this week, there's two Monday night games. Oh, nice! So we got three primetime games left. Chicago one and zero. Chicago Bears undefeated. Chicago Bears undefeated. Chicago Bears. 
actually, I, 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 we should have done this earlier. What's it like to be one and zero for the first time in your lifetime, dude? You know, um, I'm not gonna lie, stressful when it happened, but I feel really great. You know, um, almost it's it was 17 years in the making. Like, I mean, I'm only 23. Shit, like I was five years old when they had a first season opener. I wasn't even like a football fan at that age. Yeah, you I should know? I like, should have said you're as a fan, like your first fan lifetime week one win feels feels nice um feels nice i feel like it's kind of downplayed because of the quarterback that we have not jacoby deshaun because of the whole that whole ordeal you know what i mean are you saying something are you saying there's something going on with deshaun what it's like cleveland's under a microscope i feel like you know what i mean for sure for sure i feel like i can't enjoy it as much because i'd be like because of everything going on, they're going to be like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. But it's nice to have that. We are above 500, you know? You, like, hey, listen, you won without Deshaun. So it's even, so it's, it, to me. there. That's you, a good way to look at that, actually. You can celebrate it. Jagody like, all the way, man. Jagody, baby. Jagody Brissett. Pay Jagody the $284 million. All right. Maybe don't do that, but I get where you're, <laughs> I get where you're going. I get where you're going. I don't, I don't hate it. I, but no, like that's, that's, it's a little, that's a little much. Reel, reel it back in. Reel Fully back guarantee in. that shit, bro. I'm just <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Which maybe we need to talk about the Lamar thing after we do. The, oh, the oh shit. Yeah, we do. We'll do it. We'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. We've got three more games. Chicago on the road in green Bay, Lambeau field, baby playing against their owner, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Green Bay favored by nine and a half points over under 42 and a half. And let's just throw it out there over under Lambo leaps two and a half. You don't have to actually answer that one, but I'm just green Bay over. I'm sorry. Green Bay over Aaron Rodgers is going to fucking torch him. Packers in the over. Uh, I'll go Packers in the under. I, I, I don't know why. I just feel like, I feel like Chicago's going to have a hard time scoring. Yeah. And Rodgers especially cuz Packers are Rodgers going to run one. Cuz Packers are pissed. Yeah. Rodgers is going to run one in and be like I own you again. It's going to be beautiful. We also probably need to talk about the Aaron Rodgers interview on Barstool, even though I hate dude, Barstool. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back. Oh, dude, this uh, is going to be an hour episode. We're already at an hour 10, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. Uh, Tennessee at Buffalo. One of the biggest lines of the week. Buffalo favored by 10 points. 49 and a half is your over under. Should I just put you down for the bills right now? Yeah, you should put me down for the bills. (laughs) (laughs) Favored by 10. That's a lot though, honestly. I know. I know. Um, I'm going to take it, you know, because Titans got slapped in the face by the Giants, man. Uh, and I will take the the over. I think the giant the the Titans can no. You know what? I'm gonna take the under because the Titans, if they can only put up 20 points against that Giants defense, I see them having an extremely hard time putting up points against that amazing Bills defense. I'm also going Bills in the under. Uh, 49 and a half, losing 49 there. I don't like it. I don't like that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, like a 28 21. Is now out of play or uh, I don't know, whatever. Math. You get it. I think so. it's hard with that line, especially because they're favored by like 10 plus points, you know? Yes. And by the way, that's your first Monday night game. Your second. What time Monday is that? Are they both at eight o'clock? Uh, no. 
No, I believe they are separate times. Let me cool, cool, cool. Pull this bad bad boy up for you. There's nothing better than when you watch like say like a, a game that starts at four and then it ends and you get like a little recess and then you start another game. There's nothing better. The, you what I, what they did have done well in the past is that they actually didn't have any crossover between the two games. So they did script a little bit in my opinion with this one where uh, Tennessee Buffalo is going to be at seven fifteen on Monday. Uh, your second game, Minnesota at Philly is at 8.30. Mm, yeah. So you're basically like, you're starting the other game at halftime of Tennessee-Buffalo. I just, I don't know if that works. Like, I feel like you have to do like the 10 o'clock that they usually do. So they usually have one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. They sh- that's probably what they should have done again, but yeah, what do I know? What do you I know? I just work here. I just yeah, work Yeah, absolutely. So, the first, so, so the first Monday night game was the... Titans was Tennessee Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then you said Minnesota at Eagles. Yes. Vikings at the Eagles minus two and a half uh, or Philly favored by two and a half. 50 and a half is your over under. Eagles over. Eagles and the over. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking the over, but I am. Do I have the balls to pick? Kirk Cousins. <sighs> That's my starter for the one of these games, bro. For one of my leagues. Same. I, both of us have, are replacing uh, Dak with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, actually. Dude, I just saw Kirk Cousins' record is 61, 61, and two. And then there was this Thanos meme, perfectly balanced. That's all things should be. That's all things should be. Yeah. That's our boy. Um, Two and a half is not enough because basically, if I'm if I'm taking Minnesota at that point, I'm probably picking them out. Right? Win. Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles to win the game, so I probably need to run with the Eagles here as well. So I like I'm it. also take I'm taking Eagles in the over. Uh, so we actually did match up. I don't. I think we only had one where we were completely different, but we yes. had a. I feel like we had a good amount that where we were at least one different. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that'll keep it. That'll keep it fun that we're not going straight onto each other. Okay. Got a couple couple things to talk about. Number one, Lamar Jackson. I have two things that I want to talk about with him. First is the contract. He apparently turned down a was it? I think it was fully guaranteed, right? No, it was not no, fully guaranteed. Not a, no, it was like hundred only one hundred thirty guaranteed. Lamar Jackson. Contract. It was kind of disrespectful with how these contracts have been going. I thought it was really good. Overall. Good for the um, offer, two hundred and fifty, which would have put him at fifty in average a year, but it was only hundred and thirty guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here what we're six year, two hundred ninety million, hundred and thirty three guaranteed. He wants a fully guaranteed. So we're now in, back in play for the Deshaun Watson broke the system BS that we keep running into. This is back in play. Lamar wants fully guaranteed. I guess the question that I have to ask is like the guarantee portion of this basically says that he's not going to see the life of that contract. That's, That's where you get saying, really right? worried about guarantees. How little faith does Lamar have in himself? That too. Cause he only wants a fully guaranteed. So he like, to me that makes that, that worries me that he doesn't think that he's going to be able to play forever. Not, yeah. not that anyone can I, play forever. you get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he is not willing to bet on himself. I I, really I think like I, I think you can find a balance there. I don't I don't think this was a good a, yeah. offer, but I don't think this was 
but I do I do think it says a little bit about Deshaun or not Deshaun, um, Deshaun Lamar. What was what was how much was Murray guaranteed? One hundred eighty, right? Let me quickly check. If I'm not wrong, it was like 180 uh, mil. I think that was Murray. what he was fully guaranteed or something Kyler. like that. Kyler Murray was guaranteed 190. It was 189.5. So okay. 190. So if you're going to offer Lamar a contract like that, I think you need to at least match that guarantee or do better because Lamar is a significantly better quarterback than Kyler Murray. I agree. So and uh, the and offer by the way, Ru- Russell was in the same boat. Yeah. Like Russell Wilson's extension, pretty similar space in terms of that, those guaranteed dollars. So that, so, that, that offer for 290 is nice because he could make up to 50 mil a year, but that makes that, that, that makes you go. The front office thinks that Lamar is going to miss some games and he's not going to get his fully guaranteed, the full contract, like what it could be up to. And they're only offering 132 guaranteed. So they don't lose out too much. So like, if you were to do that, right. If he's only guaranteed 132, you could do what? 132 divided by six years, right? That puts him yeah. at like 22 mil a year. That's like not, that's not a lot of money for yeah, just a uh, fully and, guaranteed. And just to be clear, the Russell contract is 161, the guarantee. So yeah. I think you so, at least, it, it, it's disrespectful to put him almost $30 million under Russell Wilson. That's insane. It's even more disrespectful to put him, what, 60, 60 under million? Kyler? Yeah, but I think, I, I think, I don't think it's, it would have been unreasonable. I don't think it would have been the right way to go about things, but I don't think it would have been unreasonable for them to come in like halfway between. If they had yeah. been like 175 million guaranteed I'm sure, I feel uh, like he would have for Lamar. It. I don't think he would have taken it, but I don't think, but at least at that point, you know, we're not talking about how like disrespectful that is. We're just kind of like, yeah, I, I, he, he probably should have come up higher than that, but it's not like it's, stupid, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a cause for concern on both sides, the front office yeah. and Lamar, you know what I mean? Yes. If Lamar had simply just turned down the contract and hadn't talked about getting fully guaranteed, I'd be like, I get it, Lamar. You're in the right. You do you, brother. But as soon as yeah. he starts talking about fully guaranteed contract, I'm like, ooh, I'm a little worried about but what he expects for himself. Dude, what's what's crazy is Baltimore's gonna like Baltimore fans are gonna hate to see him go. They love him. They I mean, love Miami, Lamar. Miami's already on the train of like, we're gonna have him. And it's like, what happened to the Tua train? Yeah, I wonder who's gonna who Whoever, wherever Lamar goes, if he does end up going somewhere, it's probably a fully guaranteed deal. If not, damn near close. You know what I mean? It's going to have to be at this point. And I feel like... I don't know. What if he went to the Texans? I don't know that he would. Maybe I mean, maybe. I don't know that he would. Like, If he's going to the Texans, to me, he's going there for the money and the money only. Yeah. I feel like if he... I feel like he wants to be a winner because I because the biggest question that people have with his legacy right now is the fact that he is not really one in the playoffs or I don't know if he's one of the playoffs. I don't think all. he has one in the playoffs. Uh, so his biggest thing I to think him he is wants to go somewhere he's going to win. Yeah. yeah, I think he wants to go somewhere where he's going to win. That's a good. Yeah, Miami gives him a much better shot. Uh, just in terms of the teams that we we God, throw out there. If if you're Tua and that happens, you got to feel like a piece of shit. You know. I'd be fucking pissed, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, like taking number five overall. Although at that point, maybe like when we're talking, if we're talking about it next year, where they're really bringing in Lamar, then Tua probably wasn't good. In which case, you pr- and that would have been the the that have been year three for him. Yeah. So then, basically, you're getting into next offseason going, we are not picking up your option unless 
we're traded and the other team wants to pick it up. But like, yeah, that's probably what you're doing at that point. It's not, it's not a good spot for two. I feel, I do feel bad for him, but he also hasn't done anything to warrant not having that kind of speculation around him. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about with Lamar, I don't know if you're a big first take guy. They had a guy, are you familiar with mad dog? I think he's a Boston radio guy or something like that, or maybe New York. No, um, he's an, I would guess he's probably in his like late sixties, early seventies is my guess. Um, so older white guy, not great. His, his, his race is maybe not important, but it probably is for this story. So do you, okay. First I have to say, do you remember the Max Kellerman, uh, like death star, uh, pointed guns pointed at, at earth. I want Igadala. Do you yes. remember that clip? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar vibes. Okay. Life on the line. Death star pointed at earth. Who do you want at quarterback? And he took Kirk cousins over Lamar Jackson. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> we love ourselves some Kirk cousins, but that's too spicy for me. That is a spicy take. That's too spicy for me. Dang. And yes, yeah, like Stephen A was like ready to walk off set. <laughs> this just happened to this is like today. Oh shit. Yeah. I got to watch this. I got to watch this. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I don't watch the full show. I just saw the clip come, come through on Twitter and I was like, okay, this happened apparently. Holy Damn. shit. I love it. That's funny. All right. We're going to end. This is the fun thing we're going to end on Aaron Rodgers barstool interview. Dude. I was so happy I stumbled upon this gym on TikTok, man. It was one of the most bizarre interviews I've ever seen. But I love it because, like, Aaron Rodgers leans into it. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell they are trying so hard not to fucking just let it all out of laughter. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. dude, it was just it was fucking just wild. Weird. The one that the line that killed me was when he was like, oh, like drafting like a, a backup quarterback in the first round. <laughs> Talking about insurance. Yeah. They're asking they ask him like, so so what what is it? What is insurance? Like, what does it do? And he's like, Oh, it just protects you if something were to happen to so you. He's like, and the interviewer's like, so like, like backing picking a quarterback in the first round. And Aaron, like I, they they it may not have actually gone this way during the interview, but the way that they clipped it, Aaron just like stares at him for like three to five seconds, just like dumbfounded that he got to even ask that question. And he's like, Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I don't know what that guy's name is that interviews, but I love his interviews. He is. Like, he, he, does, he does one with a WWE star, Randy Orton. And he says, so a lot of people say you can't read. And he's like, he's like, I want you to read this paper for me. And the paper says, I can't read. And so he, he says that. And he's like, it's okay. And he's like, no, the paper says that. And he's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I want to find it and send it to you. It's gold, man. But oh, dude, yeah. that whole interview was just bizarre. It was so great. To make it even more bizarre, there's that dude like between Eating the ice top, cream, but he just keeps like pouring the melted ice cream back on top of the ice cream. And I'm just like, what is happening? For those of you listening, if you haven't seen it, just just YouTube search or Google search Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers Barstool interview. It is... It is iconic. It is amazing. I I just like. I was just like, what? 
right, it just I'm kept gonna, like I'm gonna, getting pull up, worse I'm gonna pull up the name of the uh I'm gonna pull up the name of the interviewer here. So that way we at least can uh can make sure that we nailed that dude. Down. Uh, Caleb Presley. Me, Caleb Presley. There we go. Dude, part of me kind of wants to like go back and watch that video and find a part that's like bit worthy for the intro. I mean, you're replacing Fitzmagic though. That would have to replace Fitzmagic. Yeah. If it's the right one, I'm okay with it, you know? Okay. Okay. I'm but I do love my Fitzmagic one. That's so great. I know. I don't know. The, or playing in my the helmet came down on me. <laughs> Just <scared. laughs> He's like, yeah. is this live? Dude, I love that guy. I want him to come back for another like 10 years, man. I just can I just get Ryan Fitzpatrick in a booth, like honestly. Dude, you know, you know he'd be so good on TV. Like, like I think he would be just as good as Romo in terms of like breaking things down, but I think he'd be so much more entertaining as like a personality. Oh, easily. Easily. He's just like he's just a cool dude, man. Like, I I would love that. Be sick. Easily. I, I need it. I need Dude, him, him like pair him with Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning. I was watching oh, that Peyton one game yeah. where he did it, and I'm not kidding. He's like Tony Roman, where he predicted what was going to happen with Russ. He was like, "All right, so we're in shotgun here." He was like, "That guard's going to look back at Russ, and when when Russ lifts his leg up, he's going to let him know he's good. He's going to tap the center, and then they're going to hike the ball." I'm not kidding. Play by play, literally predicted it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like it's just Peyton, but like. Peyton, I feel like that is not as good because it's he's got Eli with him. Like if you put Peyton and Fitzmagic together, that's magic, baby. Eli's a lot funnier than I thought he would be. Like I thought yeah. he was going to be like the most vanilla, boring person. He's actually pretty funny, and I, so I do want to credit him with that. Peyton is still a much better personality. He's funnier. He's wittier. He's more engaging. I mean, he's just like smartest quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah. So He's like, like I, so I, I, I hang on to like pretty much anything that Peyton says when he's calling the games. And I just feel like you get just, just bring in someone fun. Who's also knowledgeable. Like I don't need a dummy in the booth. I don't need like just a professional comedian uh, in there. I just, but I think Fitzpatrick would be like a good combination of the two. Dude, I can just think of like, good. Cause Fitzpatrick obviously wasn't a starter all the time. There's going to be opportunities where Peyton would be like, yeah, I mean like you wouldn't know this, but like, this is what would happen. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they would just be set up for it. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. Cause you know, what Peyton the, is I, ruthless, dude. He would say that shit. Him at the ESPYs, dude, shit is always funny, man. That's uh, I, like unrelated to, to football. It just reminded me of the fact that the Emmys were last night and Keenan Thompson dropped a nice Leo DiCaprio joke. Oh, about like, girls and their age. Well, yeah. So it was, he was talking about Zendaya. He's like, hey, Zendaya celebrated her 26th birthday. Uh, happy birthday. And she was like, oh, thanks. You know? uh, and he goes, I mean, she's at a weird age right now where she's uh, young enough to be playing a high schooler, but too old to be dating uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> that's a good joke. What did, and I was, was like, that's, that's spot on accurate. I don't know what to uh, tell you. That is perfect. Uh, so uh, shout out, shout out Keenan Thompson. Shout out. I'm here for it. Yeah. I love it. That, that's, a, that's just a good joke right there. I mean, they, I, I thought they would get old eventually, but they really haven't. They don't. Do you ever see the Peyton SNL where he like plays with kids? Yeah, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Dude, he just drills kids in the heads and he's like, yeah. go to the porta pot. Don't come out. All right. Go in there and don't come out. All right. That was embarrassing. Just. 
It's like one of the best skits ever, man. Dude, it's so uh, good, man. Oh my gosh. I, is that, is that how we end this week's episode? Right absolutely. There? This, that, that is perfect. That is perfect. Oh. We, just mm, wholesome. It's wholesome is what that was. Just like week one was wholesome. Boom. Full circle. That's how Full we circle. do it in the biz. Oh. Let's go. I wanted to ask, did you like my weekly recap? Does a bear shit in the woods? Of course I like that weekly okay. recap. All right, cool, cool. I mean, I, was, I, I hated it because it reminded me that I lost. But in terms of like... <laughs> In terms of like, was it entertaining to read? Oh hell yeah, it was great, dude. It takes me like twenty five minutes to type those out, man. Because you're because tra- you got to get creative. Like I, I respect, do. I respect it, man. It's 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 good stuff. I think so. I have two leagues that I commission right, and the other one is a twelve person league, which that takes even longer. And I think Shit. I'm just gonna transition and only do the paid league as the league that gets the recap. Hey, you, just, know? you don't do it for a free league. Yeah, your your time is worth money, baby. I mean, I did it two years in a row, man. Like, obviously, there's some weeks where I missed, but I'm like, it's it's time consuming. Like, 30 minutes to type up each one is it's an hour. I might every Tuesday, an hour. Just your time is money. You remember right. that. You remember thank, that shit. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't. I can't wait for the end of the season, though. Whoever is the champion, we're gonna decide on the ring, and we're gonna order that ring, and everyone will, the, a, cha- a champion. There will be a new ring every year because I think that That's is cooler very than a trophy. Because there's nothing cooler like when you just like ten years down the road and you we meet up for a live draft, right? And you and walk you're wearing in, them all, and you got all five rings. You know, you're like I'm a five time champ, dog. You're like, don't fuck with me, man. You're doing you're doing the 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 MJ like Sports Illustrated where he's yeah. like covering up part of his face because he's wearing all of his rings on his finger. Then he got like two on his thumb or something like that. You're just like, dude, yeah, what bro. a goat, what a goat. It's man. gonna be sweet, right? Like I like that better than a trophy. A trophy's cool, but I like a ring better. It only makes like I love the trophy in my work league because it sits in the office. Like yeah. so it's a perfect place for it. But like when you're talking about people that don't see each other very often, the ring is pretty nice. Like I think yeah. that I think that's a pretty clutch move. So I dig it. I'm excited about it. And uh I'm excited for the rest of the season. I'm excited to, to be doing this this kind of bullshitting back and forth every week. It's gonna be a good Dude, time. I love it. I love it too. I love it too. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Check out all of our sister podcasts, Hoop Forum, uh, Chalk Talk on the Pine, and our dip, uh, the dip, our uh, flagship program talking about pop culture related items. Ethan has literally been sitting there with his hands out waiting for me to pass it to him. So, <laughs> Ethan, what Sam, do you got to say? With peace and love, OJ. OJ. Yes. 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 I love it. Every time. Every time, mm. baby. If there's that is the perfect way for us to sign up out of here. So thank you again for everyone for listening, and we will check you guys on the next one.